you know what you're noticing about us in metal is we're not fucking up like we do when we talk about movies. <laughs> <laughs> listening to the nth cast this is episode 41 i'm josh i'm jd and today is metal day metal metal up the ass Can I, do i get to bring back my metal voice <laughs> metal the metal minute if you can keep it together because you kind of choked on it there a little. did i choke on it that's what i don't know that's what she said that is what she said <laughs> <laughs> it's a little uh, aggressive sweetie you don't have to do it like that Ooh. It's not going anywhere. Yeah, no. I take it with me yeah, wherever right. I go. Yeah. It's, it's attached. <laughs> promise. Um, well, we're already off the rails. Well, we're going metal. That's what metal's that's, about, that's right? right. To the extreme. Always. Uh, we're going to mix in our metal voice the whole episode, I bet. Are, are we? we? Uh, are we? I think it'll be a natural thing. Will it? I don't know. It'll be just kind of a gut reaction. Oh, I, I feel like this past two weeks, we've probably chased off. So many people, but the ones that have stayed, the cream has the risen cream, to the top. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you gotta be a real fan now. Mission accomplished. Well, every now and then you've got to, there's got to be a little pruning, a little weaning, you know, get rid of the riffraff. Weaning. Weaning. Weaning we- off. The, we're weaning off the light stuff into the hard stuff. Oh, okay. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. I can appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, no, we decided that, uh, well, first of all, we've lost our minds yes, because we've we decided, uh, I guess, against all better judgment, that we would launch a <laughs> second podcast. I really don't think we knew what we were getting ourselves into. Oh, I guarantee you we didn't No, know. because hindsight being twenty twenty, we would have done some things differently. Uh, yes. That doesn't sure. mean we're not having a tremendous oh. time doing oh, it. Oh, no, no. It's, this is... Uh, I'm having the time of my life. Now, I'm not going to sing that because it's the metal episode. Yeah, that's not, there's nothing metal Could about that. Could you imagine if someone did a cover? Who would you want to do that cover? I don't know. That's a good choice. Mm. I would think, hmm. We'll come back to that. Let's ruminate. Let's mull that over. Let's mull that over while we talk about metal. Well, so today we're going to talk about. Fear Factory, the sh- and the show that we went to uh, yes. this past Friday, Friday, yeah, yeah. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about their most recent album and Genexus, yes, and uh, just that whole experience, yeah. And uh, what else we got? To- oh, we we watched a documentary about metal, of course. Uh, so if you're not already sensing a theme. This whole episode is going to be about metal. So we went from fairy tales <laughs> to the opposite. That's right. So I felt like we went from one side of the spectrum to the other. Just to show our range. Right. And fuck it. This is the nth cast. That's right. If you, you don't... Everything. Re- yes. Extreme. Extremely. And we... People Not extremely n- well. Th- no. That's never been... To the extreme. A prerequisite for us. No, people know that we like metal because we talk about it every now and then, but I don't think they had any idea of the depth of our appreciation of metal. Depth of appreciation, not necessarily depth of knowledge. Oh, which we have a pretty, I think we have a vast. Are we adept? Yes. In metal? Maybe it's a wide knowledge, just not very deep. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like a reservoir. I, I want to chase some jokes. Don't. But don't. I'm not going <laughs> to. I was trying to set you We're up. We're not going to. I was trying to set you up, but then I realized, oh, this could go no, bad. No, this is not good. All right. Well, let's start with a concert. Okay. We hadn't been to a metal show. We went to one in November or October. When was the last one we went to? It would have been It was the September. Win- no, it would have been October. Yeah, it was the winter. In this moment. Yes. Right. That in was the last moment, one. 12-Foot Ninja was there, too. And that was at House of Blues, which is a lot bigger venue than the one we went to this week. Star set. Yes. Um, three, pi- three Pill Morning. Did we? I don't remember. We didn't catch their act. We just saw them out in the parking lot working we're, we're it. We're not here to talk about that show. About the past. No. I was just saying, we hadn't been in a while. So we went Friday to Scout Bar 
in Houston. And if you're not from Houston, you don't know what it is. But but that's okay. Just imagine you live an hour and a half away from somewhere. Yeah. And that's how long it took to get there. Yeah, it did. And it's super small venue. <laughs> I didn't realize how small it was. It is very small. Well, the layout's a little weird. Uh, mm. The room, it's almost like they have two separate rooms because they had like the garage door. Yes. Uh like you see on some restaurants where mm-hmm. they open up to go sit outside. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It was weird. It was weird. And you couldn't really hear the show in that room. No, you couldn't at all. And I think that's a good idea maybe for some metal shows. You're like, oh, I just need to rest my ears for a minute. Because you can actually go sit at um, – they had some tables. Yeah. Kind of like a um, bar. A bar table. Bar table. Yeah. Thank you. And you could you could see the stage, but it wasn't nearly as loud because that the room with the stage was really tall and the speakers were all up above the wall. So it kind of directed it forward instead of to the side, which was nice. And it holds 500 people, I think, is the capacity. Now, I don't think there were 500 people there. No. Because we weren't completely on top of each other. Uh, not all the time. Not all the time. Yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah, we will. We'll get to that. Um, so it was a cool venue, though. It felt very metal. Very. And that's what I was going to say about House of Blues, where we saw in this moment. That felt more like a standard concert venue versus the Scout Bar, where you really felt like you're at a straight-up metal show. It was very intimate. Yes, it was. Uh, because we we actually were right up on the stage. Oh, we touched them all. We did. Yeah. And uh, which was, I, I mean, you could at any point just stretch your arm out and you were touching someone. Yes. And someone in the band. Yes. Not, not in the crowd. Oh no, you didn't have to reach that far. No, they were touching. And sometimes you. you didn't have to reach exactly. You, know, you didn't have some, to reach at all. Sometimes you kept getting hit in the face. That's right. Yeah. Or they would just back up right into you. Yeah. How did that happen? It's like, it's, it's not time to poke. <laughs> it's not time to, uh, <laughs> you're in for a world of pain. It's, it's not time to park the boner in the boner garage, <laughs> yes, <no>. but <laughs> <laughs> maybe later, sweetie, <laughs> if you play your cards right. <laughs> so what do you think? Do we, do we want to talk about all the bands or we just want to talk about fear factory? Well, I thought the band, the one band that I liked, they had three. Bloodlines, which I think is Chica- a Chicago, Chicago band. band, and they were okay. They were a little, they were a little radio friendly. Is that a nice way of saying what I'm trying to say? It, okay, so my impression of them is kind of like a kill switch engage light. Oh, okay, is kind of what I what sure. I took away from that. Um, I mean, not not nearly as good as kill no. switch engage. I mean, the band was pretty tight. They played, yes. they played some good music. Yes, but ly- lyrically and uh, this, the lead singer. He I was having know, a tough time getting the crowd hyped. Yeah. So I mean, they were okay. Yeah, not bad. Uh, the second band. A typical opening act for a metal y- show. Yes, absolutely. The Always will be an opening act for a metal show. What the hell was the name? Before of, the Morning? Oh, they sucked. They were so bad, and and I that almost, poor guy was had to be dehydrated. Oh gosh, he didn't even wait till the end of the song. He was running off completely off the stage. And every time there was and the, a breakdown, well, what, uh, that's well, a generous term. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, using let's call it a musical pause. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there because there was way too much going on for it to be a good breakdown. Whenever the band did their no vocal section. He would run off the stage <laughs> and get, and suck down a whole bottle like of water. A whole bo- and I he, think he may have been sick. Maybe. That poor guy. And if he's sick, I apologize, and I would do it to your face, say, but that was shitty. That was just, it was bad. So he would go suck down a whole bottle of water, finish the song, and then go get another drink of water before the next song started, and wouldn't say shit to the crowd, and then the band would just start playing, and then he would sing, break down, go get some more water. Go back and sing some more. Go get some more water. The and poor he, guy. He mu- there must have been some sort of sickness going on because when he was headbanging, when he was like, <laughs> he was twerking at he the was same twerking. time. Was, what the hell is we going were watching on with him this? And I was like, the dude's fucking twerking. It's not. It's not. That's not banging. That's twerking. Yeah, like, and twerking is I not mean, metal. Every time he was trying to shake his head, he was popping his ass out. I was like, what? No, don't, understand. don't do that. And he was wearing a bright colored tank. I which, kept. 
which I don't understand. <laughs> that's, is that metal was it, now? Was it polka dots? It was. It was black with white polka dots, and it was a tank. And I just don't tank top, excuse me, if you're not up on the lingo. I didn't know. When did that become metal? I don't know. I kept waiting for him to turn around. Yeah, and just, and, and just, and, and fully just asking it. the uh, crowd to what they thought of his ass. Yeah. Look at it. So I feel like I owe them a listen. Uh, well, here's I listened why. to them a little bit. Did you? Yeah. Because I feel like if they're much better radio uh, recorded band than they are live. Okay, but I don't. But that doesn't make that doesn't make it listenable though. No, I was trying to cut him some slack just in case the guy wasn't feeling good. I mean, he sounds off. much better recorded okay. than he did live. But I think as a metal band, you have to be. I think if you're not as good live, maybe better live than you are recorded. Because that's one of the things about metal is the show and being there. That's what makes metal what it is. No, I can agree with that. Uh, Once Human was the band that opened right before Fear Factory. Biggest surprise. Yes, absolutely. Um, They were very tight. They Uh, were a great band. uh, I was shocked. Chick Singer. She was just a little bit of something. She just wasn't much to her, but she was no. getting some big sound. She was about half the size of us. Yeah, yeah, but she was getting some good And it was nothing but just growls. The and whole like, time. How, how does she talk ever? I mean, I get that because we. I remember when she was warming up and they're like, can you hear enough vocals? And she goes, thank you. It was yeah, so like, sweet and dainty. I was like, yeah, what are we what? getting ourselves into? <laughs> I don't want this. And then she comes out and just rah. <laughs> But this that was their first tour. They don't even have an tour, album out yet. First tour, but um, the guy that we saw earlier just kind of tooling around. With uh, the dreads. With the dreads uh, down past his ass. Uh, he was the lead guitarist uh, for that. Committed, and, uh, committed to that look, you might say. Yes, and I forget his name off the top of my head. I'm going to look it up. Do it. Just because I feel like, uh, I feel like it's worth mentioning. But... Um, yes, this, it's their first tour, but he's the mastermind behind it. And he used to be in machine head. And in fact, I think he was with machine head for the first, uh, two albums. Logan Mater. Logan Mater. There you go. Thank you. I I knew it was started with L. Um, but he's been around for a while. He's been in the game for a while. He's produced a ton. He did the last periphery album, right? I, you know, I don't know if he did Periphery or not. I know he's done uh, I, I one I think of, he did, and that album is stellar. We never did a Metal Minute on that because it would take a metal show to understand that album. Yes. Um, and I don't know if we have time to include that today. but No, we don't. I have the feeling this will not be the last metal show no. that we do. Because we had talked a long time about doing a metal podcast. Now we're just going to do metal episodes because two podcasts is too much. That's gonna. We should make a T-shirt two, to, to remind two ourselves. Two is, two is not too much. Is it too, too? Wait a minute. Are you saying it's too too many now? No. That's Do you not, not even want to be doing any of this? That's not what I said. You're putting words in my are, mouth. Are you quitting on me, bro? No. I would never. This is the highlight <laughs> of my week. Is it? <laughs> yes. I wish. I wish. I wish everyone could say. Is this the highlight of everyone's week? You think? I, it has to be. Of course. Now that we're doing two a week, it's the highlight of their. Midweek, uh, right? Every three days, every you <laughs> get a new highlight. It's the highlight of my third day. Yes, but once human, I really liked them a lot, and they're getting a lot of good press because uh, I read some reviews about them, and everybody is super hyped about them. Like, hey, here's your new favorite metal band coming up. He was in Soulfly as well, was he? Yes, uh, he did produce one of the uh, Fear Factory albums. I don't remember which one right. it was off Maybe the top th- of my head. And head. It, I was really surprised that they were the the. The co like right before the headliner because the other bands had been around for a while and they all had previous albums and these people had never even released an album and this is their first tour. Yeah, but I think he's got some street cred. Well, and it showed. Yeah. Um, I I think it was correct because they were a lot tighter as a group. I mean, it was a bunch of young kids and then Logan, which is cool that he would help these other kids get up and through the scene and you know he was really the. The, the glue, because the rhythm guitarist is important in a metal band, and people don't understand that. So they were super awesome. Well, uh, John, I mean, case in point, John Schaefer right. from Iced Earth. Right, absolutely. The uh, friggin' glue. You know, you could argue, you could argue that he's one of the greatest rhythm guitarists ever. Absolutely. 
now how many other rhythm guitarists could you name? James Hetfield. Okay. That's about the only other one. <laughs> Does uh, that kid from ACDC count? I mean, or is he just in it because his brother's mm, in the band? Probably. Oh, what okay. about the dude from uh, Slayer? Carrie? Isn't he the rhythm guitarist? Yes, he is. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe... Okay, maybe I'm better at this than I thought I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, but you know what you're noticing about us in metal is we're not fucking up like we do when we talk about movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You know, <laughs> maybe we have more knowledge than we thought we do. We actually. <laughs> uh oh. Whoops. We just. Cat's out of the bag now. Uh oh. They don't know nothing about movies. Nope. But metal. Get them talking about metal, they'll go. He has produced. Uh, Logan Mater has produced albums for Five Finger Death Punch. Awesome. Wasp. Awesome. Gojira. Awesome. Um, Devil Driver. Really? Mm-hmm. Nice. Soulfly. Um, Fear Factory. He did The Industrialist. Oh, did he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, well, we'll get into that discussion yeah, we will. later. We will. I think we need to talk about what our favorite... I think we've talked about our favorite Fear Factory albums before. Yes. But it it bears repeating. Always. Okay. Um, those are the real, really the ones that kind of jump out, but he's... He has produced a plethora of material. So I think I think that really answers the question as to why they kind of jump over anybody else that was on the tour. Uh, but sure. hey, Once Human, check them out. They're awesome. You, uh, they've got a couple of videos on mm-hmm. YouTube that you can check out and you can see the girl. And she was excellent. Like you wouldn't, she's one of those that you wouldn't expect her to have that voice. Absolutely not. Very pleasantly surprised with him. And the young guitarists, they were awesome. Oh, that kid looked like he was like barely eighteen. He he sh- was shredding, dude. He was like legit. He was, but here in five six years, he's going to be a fourth. Yes, you heard it so. here first. Yes, we're breaking you a new band. <laughs> when it comes to shredding, though, yeah, man, I didn't realize how well Dino could play. No, I didn't either. I was shocked. Shocked. I was surprised. At his age and how long he's been in the game, I thought for sure that it would it was not going to be what it was. So the current lineup of Fear Factory is Dino Cazares, Burton Seabell, and now on base they have Tony Campos, which he just is... Just this year, right? Just this, yeah. And he, you may know him from Static X. Uh, he was also in... Soulfly. Was he in Soulfly as well? Wow, there, there you go. Maybe there's a connection. And uh, Ministry, right? Wasn't he in Ministry? He did play in Ministry for a bit. Uh, he's done some other things. In Talk fact, I, I that, think that beard though mm, was so good. Um, what's well, a half beard? Right, almost like a Van Dyke. That's yeah, just really long, really long. Which and really metal. It is very metal, and it's also metal to know the difference between a goatee and a Van Dyke. It is metal. right. So go, <laughs> a goatee. Is chin hair without a mustache? Yes. Van Dyke is a is the goatee with mustache. With a mustache. Now, technically, technically, the mustache is not ever part of the beard. So when you ref, when you refer to someone as having a full beard, mm-hmm. you're just making reference to their cheeks and their chin. Mm-hmm. It it it's tech. If they have a mustache, it's technically a full beard with mustache. With a mustache. And you can either have a stylized mustache or just a mustache. That is correct. I know. Back to Fear Factory. Anyway, Tony Compost and then Mike Heller. <laughs> Mike Heller was on the drums. Yeah, and I, I felt bad for that guy. Oh, that dude! He, you could see him counting. He was like, "Oh shit!" During the songs, oh. he wasn't thrashing or anything. No. He was just looking straight forward, counting. I don't, have, I don't have fucking time to do any tricks. I just said, "Oh," and it's got to be tough. It's got to be tough because you. Ooh, it does have to be tough. Very, very syncopated rhythm. Rhythm. <laughs> Uh, you got to really keep count anyway. So, but to me, the main three are the guys I already mentioned and uh, wow. The, Tony yeah. Campos. I, I have never seen a bass player live right. better than him. Now me I'm not either. saying he's the best bass player ever, but he, he made beat, zero mistakes. Zero. Oh, I know. Zero. 
And I have never seen anyone and he was play so fast. as fast as he did. And you it could tell ridiculous. when he was going to get fast because he got in his power stance. He did. And, oh, no, 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 and no, instead no. of having it you know, way low like you normally would, he, he picked it up. Picked it up, yeah. It was, it was awesome. Phenomenal. Awesome. Now, did he play a five-string most of the night? Or? Yes, he had a five-string and a four-string, but most of the time he most played of the five. five. Just like Dino exclusively plays at a minimum seven. He had a couple eights. And a couple eights, but he never plays a six. And that eight string was And weird. they're all Ibanez? Yes. Ibanez. Did I say that correctly? Ibanez. Ibanez. Yeah. There you go. That's okay. <laughs> but it, they, they were fretted weird because normally the frets are straight, and his were angled for yeah, some reason. I, I, I didn't understand, but he was playing it fine. Like, he wasn't even having to look, so maybe that just fits his massive meat paw <laughs> better. <laughs> that is a large individual. <laughs> He's a he man. is a large individual. But he can pick that guitar for sure. And you could tell, and Burton, I was really worried because everybody says vocally when he's yes. live that he is not good. Yes. He was awesome. He was. I was really pleasantly surprised. And I've watched YouTube videos of them playing live, and he sounded like shit, but yeah. he did not sound like shit on Friday. It no. was awesome. And you could, they didn't play a very long set. No. And you could tell because it was certain his voice was raw. Oh, yeah. An hour in. And this was like the third or fourth show of the tour. So I'm a little worried for him. So I'm glad that we caught this one at the beginning of the tour because I felt sure. like it may have been shitty at the end of the tour. And he's from Houston. So this yes. is his hometown. I, I think that's why he did it so early. In the okay, tour. cool. Well, I appreciate that. Hey, anytime they come back, you know where I'm going? There. Yes. Yeah. Because it was a great venue. In fact, we need to do more metal shows. We need to get out more. I wish yeah. there was something a little closer on this side of town. But it was an easy drive. It just was oh, a it's far. just long. Yeah. Yeah, just long. But but anyway, great crowd. A very diverse crowd. That was shocking. I'm very proud of Houston. Yeah, because you talk all the time about how the metal scene in Houston is shitty. It it well, but it. I think technically it is still pretty shitty. Well, I mean that—that's a straight up all the time metal venue, which I didn't know. And you're right that, but it's not a big venue. No, but you can have one venue uh, and still not be a great metal town. True, uh, but true. You know, I come from San Antonio, which is a straight up metal town. Yeah, that's that's all they do, and there's there's so many clubs and mm-hmm. and, and places where you can catch a metal act almost any night of the week. Right. And in Dallas, there's a better better metal scene than Houston, too, which is where I'm from. So it's almost like Scout Bar is all we have in Houston. I, yeah. I, I Is there anything else? I mean, we'd have to look. But nothing, nothing's just straight up metal. Some of the bigger metal acts will play at like the Pavilion or something like that. Or... Or at, or, least, or at least House of Blues, yeah. which House of Blues is a great, uh, it's a great venue, it's a great venue yeah. as well. We're um, lucky to have it. Absolutely. But a very, very diverse crowd. I mean, I was, I was shocked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe that's just, maybe shame on me. No, I don't think shame on you because no. I was shocked too. And going to metal concerts, as many as we've been to and as metal shows that we've been to, <laughs> you don't normally see diverse no. crowds. No, you don't. It's it's There's, pretty, it's almost kind of a uniform, it's, it's which pretty. is funny, <laughs> but there kind of is. Yeah, which is interesting because when you think about metal music and the attitude that it represents, there shouldn't be a uniform, right? But there, but you can tell someone likes metal by the clothes they wear. Mm-hmm. I mean, people don't know that we like metal, but that's because we're usually wearing our business clothes. That's right. If you saw us normally, you'd be like, yeah, those guys, yeah, like metal. totally likes yeah. metal. I bet he's a big fan of Slayer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But there were a lot of couples, older Older couples, couples. which I think is attributed to the fact that- Pure Factory's been around since the 80s. uh, Early 90s. Yeah. Early 90s. 92 is when Soul of the New Machine came out. Right. Um, So I I see these folks, I'm thinking, oh man, these older couples, until I realize, wait a minute, they're my age. (laughs) Well, I was looking around, do you know who the two oldest guys in the mosh pit were? Us. Yeah. (laughs) We weren't technically in it, but it was like, we were like on the precipice. We were were on the cusp. They They were were threatening. They they, were wanting. Yeah, they they thought they wanted to include us. They didn't know what they were in for. They didn't. I just... Because we're young enough. To still wreck shop if we needed to, yes. but we're old enough to know better. <laughs> I don't know how many times I just 
looked at you and said, they better keep that <laughs> shit over there. I know. I could tell that you'd been there before because they kept bumping into me and you would like push up against me to make sure that I didn't fall. I was That's like, right. I was like, oh, this is about to get ugly. <laughs> like one more step. One, one more, more step. <laughs> one more. You're entering a world of pain. Right. Market zero. <laughs> over the line. <laughs> this is not nom. There's rules here. But Fear Factory, you could tell that they've been doing this a while because- mm-hmm. Everybody was just shocked by Once Human because they hadn't heard him. But once Fear Factory came out, the crowd got super hyped. The pit started going. It did. And they really got, they were involved with the crowd the whole time. Oh, and it was it was phenomenal. Yeah. And I called it. I totally called it. You they did. opened with, with shock. shock. And, that's, and, and before they came up, I was like, I just want to hear him play shock. We can leave after <laughs> that because that's the only thing I want. I'm play. glad we didn't. Oh, me too. But that set the tone. I was like, oh, this is going to be so good. And it was, it was, I mean, there really isn't a better way to open, uh, no. uh, a, a concert with, I mean, shock is just one of those perfect iconic set the tone. Yes. Uh, it's like that song was made to open a show with. Yes. Cause it opens their album. So might as well open a show with it. The, their best album. No. Or are we going to get into that yet? Not yet. Let's not okay. get into that yet. Okay. But Dino, like when he's not playing and he's out there, he's pointing at the crowd he's and they smiling, move back and forth and he's, he's winking. Yeah. He's pointing at everybody. And when you're singing, he points at you and, and he, sings along with you. And he would look right, not through you. Right. He was you. looking people in the eye and, then and he, I appreciate it. And banging that. on his chest, like after the songs, like, yeah, yeah you, I you, saw you, I yes, see you. It was right. awesome. That was fantastic. Um, and then we met some cool people in the crowd. I mean, metal people, maybe not cool people. <laughs> Metal people aren't people. No, no. I said maybe not cool people. No, of course. They're cool people because they are metal people. Right. Those guys have been been drinking since like two. Probably. (laughs) And it was only. But they were excited to be at a Fear Factory concert. I love seeing that. It was like 15-year-old to 60-year-old all singing along. And there was a 60. He had to be 65. Oh, yeah. He had to be. And he was rocking. He was. And he was banging. It was awesome. And he was banging. I'm pretty sure later he was banging. Oh yeah. This dude was there. I, yeah. He was probably pulling so much ass. Yeah. I you just wouldn't even believe it. He's probably someone important that we just didn't recognize. Probably. Probably. <laughs> so like I should have we should found out who that was. We met him. He's the colonel. Is he the colonel? It's finger licking good. <laughs> Uh, but the, no, those guys, uh, they're, I don't even, we never got their names. Did we know. They didn't get ours. Uh, it's a metal show. You don't need names. No. Shh. Shh. No names. No, no. No, no names. No, no eye contact. Either. No. Shh. Not, uh, not, not on the mouth. Shh. Not on the mouth. No, never gets on the lips. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they were, it was amazing to watch them experience the concert because they were just beating their chest and putting their fists in the air. And when a song came on, they were singing along and it was like when that one stopped and a new one started and they're like, they they finally, they they realized what song it was. And they're like, Oh, Oh yes. I can't believe it. I'm hearing this. It brought brought back memories. Oh, and it it did. Cause that's where we were when we were younger. It's all, this is my shit. (laughs) I love that song. (laughs) And it was it, that that was cool. Yeah, that was invigorating. I know it sure. took us a little while to get going, but by the end we were it, doing the it same did. shit. It <laughs> we did doing the exactly. Same shit. We sure were. <laughs> um, well, it only took like the first song or the uh, one of the opening acts for us to look at each other and go, "Yeah, we should have brought." Earplugs. Earplugs. <laughs> That's how you know you're old. Oh, my God. Because I had them out <laughs> and on my dresser, and I forgot them. And I was like, oh, do they sell earplugs here? <laughs> we, and we totally went and looked, too. It's like, yeah, they might sell them. Right. And that's one of the reasons that we got right up on the stage. We're like, the speakers are actually in front of you. And it was better. <laughs> it was so It was better. better. But I, I, I tell, I'm telling you, I didn't get my hearing back uh, until... 
uh, at least Sunday. Next day. Sunday, no, it was Sunday afternoon. That long? It was that long. Oh, wow. But you know, you are older than yeah, me. I am older. But you know, a lot of people uh, think that when you have that buzz or that temporary hearing loss, that that's a bad thing. And technically, it's not a bad thing. No. It, it, it's there. You have that. I can't remember the technical term, but you have that hearing loss uh, because of the release of some uh, certain chemicals, and it's actually protecting your ear from further damage. Right. And so, uh, it's only bad if it's a ring. Just Correct, the buzz but the buzz okay. or the muffled sound—that's yeah, yeah. good. That means your body is actually protecting yourself. Right. Now you're, it's your ear saying, "What the fuck are you doing?" Exactly. Uh, what, but what what happens is we tend to listen to music in our earbuds yeah. too loud. Yes, and so you if you attest to that, your ears get acclimated to the decibel level, mm-hmm. and you stop releasing that uh, chemical. Mm-hmm. And so when you go, to, so next time. Okay, kids. So next time you go to a concert and afterwards you don't have temporary hearing loss, you're in trouble. You need to listen to your music softer. Yes. The more you know. You, you actually may have already done irreversible oh, damage. Oh, I have. What was that? I have. You've done what? Irreversible damage to my ears. Oh, okay. I didn't hear you. I um, that's what I <laughs> well, I mean, at work, I listen to metal all day on, in earbuds and people in the cubes next to me can hear it. From my earbuds, <laughs> they can. Yeah. That might be a skosh, <laughs> a skosh too, too loud. loud. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, uh, I can barely hear this. So maybe, maybe I just don't have the earbuds in right. So does that bother them that you listen to the music too oh, loud? Yeah, it oh, does. Yeah. Or is it the fact that you're gyrating and acting out the music? Well, or, sometimes I do that. I forget where at I am. your desk. Oh yeah, like a retard, like a crazy person, like a crazy, like person. a real fan. How about that? Okay, yeah. But another <laughs> another thing they did at the show, they played a couple songs from every album. They did. They went over their whole career. The whole catalog. Like they even played from Soul of a New Machine. Which, which I 92. Didn't, didn't think they did. I know, because we had that discussion. We're like, do you think they'll play one from Soul of a New Machine? You're like, no. Son of a bitch. And he was like, they did. I'm going to take you back to Soul of a New Machine. I'm to like, the beginning. Son of a bitch. Huh. How about that? But it was awesome. Awesome show. They played their best songs from all the albums. Yes. It was it was really kind of like a greatest hits thing. They played a couple from Genexus, which is not a terrible Two album. Two or three, I couldn't remember. Yeah, I think it was three. Oh, it's not a terrible album, as a matter of fact. Best album they've made in a while. Yes. Uh, well, okay, so when's the, what was the last good album that they made? Because I think... The last good we, album? We, we might as well get into this Okay, now. let's do it. Let's get into it. Uh Favorite Fear Factory album? Obsolete. Okay. It's my favorite album. That's actually their most commercially uh, popular as well, if I'm not mistaken. That's because it's the best. Uh, now. What, do you agree or no? Well, I'm trying to think. Uh, help me out here. Before that was Demanufacture. Right. So, which has got shock on it. Obsolete. Yes. Uh, I'm going to go with, I, I think, obs- no, are you sure Shock was on D-Manufacture? I'm pretty sure. Obsolete has well, like... We're, we're, well, there's edge- some chinks in our armor no, 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 now. No. Obsolete has like Edge Crusher, Securitron, that's all on there. Man. Oh, no, you're right, you're right. Shock is on Obsolete. Uh, damn straight. I don't know why you're questioning my... I just forgot. You should question because I'm, I'm normally wrong. I know. I forget we're talking um, about metal and you actually know what you're talking about. A little. Uh, I'm going to agree. I, I think it for me, it's obsolete, demanufacture. And after that, I think I, I, I think that I need to go ahead and enter uh, Genexus. More uh, than Digimortal? Yeah. I'm sorry. No, well, I think I actually like Digimortal. Joke. I think I actually like Digimortal better than you do oh you do um, i don't really like digimortal i mean i listened to it and well, I know it was it. the end of the trilogy right yes. so so as ops uh excuse me demanufacturer the sequel to demanufacturer is obsolete and the and then the 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 third one in the trilogy is uh digimortal all all telling one big story right but they only played one song off digimortal linchpin yeah That's which the is their most they're... popular one from uh digimortal. digimortal yeah absolutely and it's a great song it is a great song i'm uh, glad they played it but I think if you listen to Genexus a couple more times, it's really going to grow on okay. you. Because I think more than anything, Genexus proves that Fear Factory is not Fear Factory if Burton and Dino, and Dino mm-hmm. are not together 
writing the songs, writing the music, because the industrialists mechanize. Yeah, there's another one in there. Uh, there is another one. See that I, no, 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 I? I'm thinking. I'm thinking that I. I can't remember what it is. Off Transgression. The top. Oh, is that what it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm just throwing shit now. And I'm hitting my mic, too. God, now i got to edit all this out. Get your shit together. Nah. I mean, holy God. <laughs> um, all right, well, so you think they should check it out? Definitely you, should check it out. Because it's you, only been out a couple weeks. Yes, definitely pick it up. It is also a concept album, but it's a nice change because this, are, are you going to fuck with your shit now, too? It just keeps because falling. I'm only, it keeps falling. What keeps falling? My pop filter. Go ahead. Sorry. Instead of it's like the other way around, right? So it's a machine becoming a man as opposed to like data. Yeah. And Star Trek. Yeah. And so um there's a couple of songs on there that I really, really like. Uh Dielectric is okay. really good. Uh Regenerate's really good. And then Expiration Date, which is like an eight minute song. Nice. It is really good as well, but it is very different from all the other songs on there. Okay. You can actually hear the vocals. He's not there. It's so he's it's, singing. He's actually singing. Okay. I, th- I remember that song then. Uh, so definitely, definitely pick it up. And De- if, if you're in a town that Fear Factory is touring, go see them. That's a great show. Don't, don't because they're miss playing, out. They're playing small venues on yeah. purpose. Yeah. They could play a bigger room easily. They could easily. You could tell from, I mean, and our tickets were like 15 bucks for a whole night of metal. You can't beat that. You can't beat it that. It was a great show. And we met some cool people. We met Cassandra, which was wonderful. <laughs> you just give me this. When are, when are you and Cassandra getting married? Never. You never. sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'll probably never see her again. But mm. but her hair kept hitting me in the face. Like, normally when people headbang, they're not like whipping around like that. And I'm like. Kept hitting me in the face. I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" I, I, I think she was doing that on purpose. I think she was. I think she was trying to tell you something. You're just too thick. I'm too old. That's <laughs> what it is. You didn't take your Cialis that day. <laughs> is that is that the problem? <laughs> yes, that's, that was. The, no, it was it was a good show. It was a very good show. Highly recommend seeing them. Su- support. Your the artist, artist. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, for sure. But you have to. You have to. In this day um, and age, yes, you have to. Um, if you if you like something, support it. Yeah, because with like Spotify and Google Play and things like that, yeah. you're not buying albums anymore. They're no. not making near as much money from their music sales as yeah. they used oh, to. Oh, God. I think CDs are dead. I think they're officially dead because like they are. a few weeks ago, the highest, the number one album, which I don't even remember what it was, but the sales totals for the week were like less than fifty thousand. Yeah, for the I think it's I think it's done. Well, and what was that? Columbia, the CD. Columbia House is gone. They went bankrupt. Yeah, they it's went done. bankrupt. It's done. Yeah, it's weird though because I actually still like to buy CDs That's because a, I like nothing the, wrong with that. I like the package. Yes, uh, I like to have the artwork and all that, and I think that's, that's something. how you learn the lyrics. That's how I used to learn the lyrics. Yeah, the liner jacket. Uh, but what? you. Know, but you know, I think there'll still be some boutique thing because boutique uh, items sure. still. Uh, I think you're going to see that more in books because there's you know those are going more digital as well. Yeah. Uh, but you see, um, so I think maybe music will go the same way as some of the more artsy sure. or small press uh, booksellers where you get these ad- special editions that are very ornate and sure. it's hand signed and all those kind of things. Or people buy it on vinyl now. That's yeah. Very- and vinyls really come back. And so I think there's still going to be a market for that, but mass production of CDs for consumption, no, uh, I think is just about over. I, I would agree. Uh, and, and, eh, it's okay. Well, I mean, most computers don't even have CD drives yeah. anymore. No, pretty no they soon, don't. pretty soon cars won't have them. They'll just have auxiliary inputs. And USB input. Yeah. That's okay. It is okay. It's the world we live in. But a great show. I'm super glad we went and I would go again. Oh, we we go we will go again. Yes. Because Cassandra will be there. Oh my gosh. It's only been like the fifteenth time she saw them. I'm pretty sure she follows them around. I think so. Not us. <laughs> Yet. 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 We just have to come up with a killer rock band. And then she'll follow us around. Is that what you're saying? 
do you, do you not think that people uh, podcasts don't have groupies? Is that what you're saying? I'm sure some do. <laughs> I don't think ours does. No. No, 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 no. No. Not yet. No. Yeah. Okay. Not yet. Okay. After you just wait. Okay. After this episode drops, <laughs> so will the drawers. <laughs> yes, sir. Is that the goal? Yes, that's, that's a terrible goal. That's a terrible goal. <laughs> We're going to get them in the mail. All right. Let's move on. Right in the mail. <laughs> let's move on before this gets out of hand. Yeah, I'm going to have to come home early <laughs> check to your check mail. the mail. Uh, what are these? Because there's like 30 of them. That's right. <laughs> This package is so puffy. What's the <laughs> and it smells like anywho, anywho. <laughs> oh, did I cross a line? I don't even know what we were going to talk about next. The movie. Ah, the movie. We the watched documentary. a documentary. Yes. So, and this is vitally important to the discussion, right? So we it watched, is vitally important. We watched a documentary, Metal: A Headbanger's Journey, and it is a phenomenal documentary. One of the best. Even if I wasn't a metal fan, this documentary is excellent. It's filmed really well, sourced really well. Interviews are excellent from icons in the industry. So he did his homework and did a good job. Sam Dunn. Sam Dunn. Uh, it, ooh, but the thing is, though, it's not widely available. It used to show on VH1. It may still from time to time. So maybe be on the lookout for it. I think you can actually buy it off of Amazon but I don't know if it is available digitally. It certainly isn't on a streaming service. It's not on Netflix or HBO. Because you found some janky. I found it on. There's a website, website. that which it's about documentaries. It should, all the. Oh, docu- is that what it is? It's a documentary website. Oh, okay. So it's just a weird video player. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that you've I never heard of that. Not, but it's a it's a <laughs> website that shows documentaries that aren't widely released and things like that. Okay, that's where I found it. But I had seen it before. Yeah, I do because we had talked about it, and I kept I could never remember the name of it. I don't know why, but <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like it's right in front of you. What is mm. this? It's a documentary like, about metal. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a journey know. about metal or something. But it it is uh, if you've not seen that, you need to see it. If Absolutely. you are a metal fan. Uh, you have to see this. Or, I think it's required viewing, mainly if if not for the simple fact that you get to see him map out the heavy metal tree. Yes, and it's. I would say it's a definitive tree. I would. Mm. It's the best one I've ever seen. I wonder if that's a. That'd be great if that was available, like as a poster. It, yeah, I mean they've got a picture of it on Wikipedia, but it's oh, not the they? one from the film. Okay, but it's it's very close. So it, it, it starts from the beginning uh, of where metal started and it branches off into the British metal and then I am glam, glam metal, glam, heavy metal, death metal, Norwegian all, death metal, all of that, new metal, new wave metal, and all the offshoots, metal, all the offshoots of metal, yeah, all that stuff. There's so many types of metal. It's there a is. ginormous family tree. Uh, that people look at you funny when you start trying to explain to them. People don't understand because when we're talking to our friends, we're like, well, what would you classify this band? I'm like, well, maybe like grind. And you're like, mm. I could see that. And they're like, what the hell, the hell are, are you talking, talking about? about? Well, no, that's more of a thrash band. Yeah. That thrash. Was, what is that? Sludge. Remember uh, sludge metal I think band? we need. Could have went all night. <laughs> I had to. At the fucking sludge metal. <laughs> sludge metal. Get out of here. What was the name of that band? Dystopia? Don't listen to yes, that band. Don't. Anything no. that says it's sludge metal, don't listen to it. Yeah, it's weird. Garbage. It is hot garbage. Okay. What's up? Nothing. No? No. Uh, what else was I going to say about that? I don't know. I don't know if we need to go super in-depth into it, other than to say that this guy is an anthropologist. Yes. And he knows his shit. He does. And he knows how to research, and he knows how to dig up history on people yeah. and communities, and metal is a community, and the amount of work that he put into this was phenomenal it was phenomenal and i will say it again if you are a fan of metal music if you're a fan of rock music uh did we do something to the to the board you you're over there perplexed am i perplexed you're worried about something it's okay it's okay you're distracting me i don't mean to are you hearing something that i'm not hearing no 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 i'm not okay no we're fine we're fine are we yeah we're fine i have to cut all this out now no 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 if you are a fan, look at me. I'm sorry. Don't even miss a beat. I'm sorry. If you're a fan of rock, even if you're just a fan of music, 
Yes. I think you need to see this documentary, mm-hmm. Heavy Metal. Or if you've ever just had questions about metal and you don't want to spend a whole bunch of time going through the whole back catalog of metal. And we're and if we're not available, yeah. Then just watch the documentary. Sure. It's excellent. <laughs> it Very is. Good. And they go they, they they start like where did metal come from, and then it talks about the fans and the culture, and then why it got it, and still gets so much hate and judgment from people who don't understand what metal is. People just look at it and automatically jump to conclusions that are not accurate, which is interesting. Well, that it. Well, I think the main thing is that you. Uh, it incites violence and yeah. it's highly sexualized and it's satanic yeah. and well. Some of those things are true. Yes. For some acts. Yes. There are certain bands that are that way. <laughs> but not all of them. Right. You can't love them. And, and, and one of metal's greatest champions, D. Snyder. Yeah. Oh, D. It, Twisted sister. Yeah. But he's a highly intelligent man. Yeah. And, the scene and, where he goes in front of the Senate. The Senate. And makes him look like idiots. idiots. It is phenomenal. Basically, he tells Al. That hey, Tipper has a dirty mind, and that's why she's reading that's into right. my songs. Maybe. Because that's not what I meant from these songs. <laughs> and Al, if you'd have been, uh, you know, taking care of that back at the house, if you'd been giving it to her a little better, <laughs> she uh, she wouldn't be reading into Maybe my Tipper songs. Tipper would be staying off of my tip, right? Exactly. <laughs> she wouldn't be saying I'm singing about S and M when really I'm singing about surgery. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but it is great. Okay, so the one of the questions they brought up was. What was the first heavy metal band? And so I'll ask you, what is your response to that question? Okay. My response would be We're probably not going to disagree. Probably but I'm curious. Not. Um, I would say Black Sabbath. I think there are other rock bands before that that maybe lean toward metal, but the first actual heavy metal band, I would go with Black Sabbath. Not Deep Purple? No. Or, or Zeppelin? A lot of people say Zeppelin, maybe. or some In the documentary, they said Cream, which I don't understand. Rock, sure. Cream but, being uh, Eric Clapton. Yes, that Cream. Okay. But I would say Black Sabbath with Tony Iommi. And I think it would Tony was the re- the real godfather of heavy metal. So not just Ozzy, Tony. So do you think those other acts kind of laid down some roots? Sure, absolutely. But, but what what about Black Sabbath would make them d- the definitive uh, godfathers of heavy metal in your mind? Just the way the guitar. And the riffs that they do. Was it the tone and the attitude? Th- that. Yeah. The tone and the attitude of, of all the members. But the mu- musically, Black Sabbath started using, and they say this in documentary, but I knew this already. Was the, they started using the tritone, which is not a really popular mm. um, interval that you hear. What in, is a tritone? A tritone is a diminished fifth. It's basically right in the middle of the scale. Okay. It's between the four and the five in the scale. So it sounds... <laughs> Go ahead. That's right. Go what? ahead. No, go for it. What do people you need to, to know. No, people okay. need to know. Well, in, in people early, also need to know that what's your degree in music? There you go. Okay, I have a degree in music. In early in early music, that those was that was considered forbidden because it sounded like you were calling the devil. So they never used tritones in music. <laughs> so, and the attitude that you get behind heavy metal is that's why some people thought it was satanic because there's a tritone is very prominent in a lot of heavy metal and Sabbath was the first to really start using it prominently in a lot of their songs. The song black Sabbath, like their, their lead and their main song about them has just this tritone riff that just goes through it. So that's what I think. Okay. I'm not going to disagree with you. Okay. Thanks. Because I, that's would be my choice as well. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of musicians would agree with that as well. Sure. Uh, does that mean that acts like Deep Purple and Led Zeppelin do not um, have their place in the the birth and fruition of what becomes heavy metal? Certainly. Of course. Certainly. Are, are they harder than a lot of other stuff that was out at the time? Certainly. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I'm also the guy that's going to say that Van Halen's not a metal band. Yeah, and I'm not going to disagree with you. But, but Eddie Van Halen... Is a metal guitarist. Yes. So one of the best ever. Yeah. 
So it, it, I know it sounds kind of weird and people may be thinking, oh, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, I, right. That's just the way I feel. I mean, it, it, Van Halen's a very, it's a hard rock band. Yes, it is. You know, that just happens to have a metal guitarist. Yeah. So. And he changed the way, like all, you see all the metal guitars today, a lot of them are more influenced by him than oh. they'd like to admit. Oh, absolutely. But he made a huge impact on the way metal is played today because of how fast he played. The guitar never stopped. It was always going. And no, yeah. That's the way it is now. And he could play many other things as yeah. well. So, he was um, just an excellent musician. Yes. And I. Th- that's, one, that's another thing about uh, metal music I appreciate. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. But uh, if I sit here and think about it, more than any other genre of music, do you find fully accomplished musicians yes. playing and then then say, I don't want to take anything away from certain pop bands, but but when you look at certain pop bands, a lot of uh, the musicians that are in that go on and play like John John Five, for example. Okay. He played with Katie Lang. Sure. And but he's a metal guitarist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you've you got who else did he play for? I'm just using that as just no, one it's example. a good example. Uh, there's other guys as well, but uh, they're 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 accomplished musicians that actually know how to write music, yes, and know how to play. But a lot of people dismiss it as noise. Well, and it's fascinating to me that a lot of the musicians and metal bands are all classically trained. They're classically trained musicians that decided to move into rock and metal. And it's difficult and it's very intricate and sophisticated, much more so than pop music. Like most pop music, four chords, you know, one, four, five. If that. Yeah, one, four, five, sometimes a six and then a one. And, you know, anybody can play that. And that's one of the reasons it's so popular because anybody can play it. But metal, you have to work to play a lot of metal. Yeah. I mean, again, Dino was amazing. Yeah. I didn't realize how technically difficult some of these songs are to play. Yeah. And it it brings a whole level of appreciation um, uh, that, yeah, I I think you really have to pay attention uh, to, to what's going on uh, to, to realize that something special is happening here. You're listening to something that isn't, Oh, it's noise. No, it's not noise. It's not. It's not noise. Just look into it a little harder. You need to just look a little yeah. deeper. And um, so anyway. Yeah, no. We're going to get off on a subject. We are going to get on a but, I mean, tangent. You, like Dimebag, Daryl. Oh. Excellent. And if you put you, and people dismiss it as noise, but if you look at it, the things that he is playing is would work in any music theory college classroom. You could teach so many lessons from those riffs. If you would just look at him, but people don't don't understand it and don't want to take the time. Are we going to have the guitarist discussion? No, let's not have the guitarist no, okay. discussion because you, there's no way we would agree and there's no way we could be right. No. Is this, be, that's be, a whole episode unto itself. Yeah. That should be – oh, that should be our next debate episode. Best guitarist? Yeah. Best metal guitarist? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair because enough. if we did best guitarist, that could just go off the rails. It could go. But do check out this documentary. For sure. Yes. What was it called again? Metal, A Headbanger's Journey. Because <laughs> it's about metal. It is fantastic. I know that Sam Dunn did another documentary. I think it was a series. On VH1, right? Uh, on VH1. I'm trying to remember what the name of it is. It's Metal Domination, maybe. Uh, that's like seven hours. I think it actually goes into a lot more in-depth on each little uh, offshoot of metal. Yeah. And he does a lot of metal documentaries. Like he did one that came out in 2014 called super duper Alice Cooper. <laughs> what do you think about Alice Cooper as a metal act? Mm, <laughs> I would consider him more shock rock than yes. I would metal. Yeah. But it, mm, I think, I think a lot of the glam metal gets a lot of their influence from him, but I wouldn't consider him metal. Okay. 
but that's my opinion. I could be I could be oh, wrong. No, that's, that's and fine. if you disagree, that's fine. You're entitled to disagree with me for sure. No, that's fine. I mean, I not a huge Alice Cooper fan. I'm not either because we had the opportunity to see him this year. Well, and, to be fair, and we didn't. To be fair, he was in Houston on Valentine's Day. You could have taken the wife. Ah, uh, right. Why not? I think it'd have been easier for her to drag her to Fear Factory than it would have been to uh, Alice Cooper. Drag her to Alice Cooper. Well, she probably had heard of Alice Cooper. Oh, wouldn't she has? Has she heard of Fear Factory? Only because I told her. Okay, exactly. Where, where are you? Where are you going again? Who are you seeing? I don't know. Industrial. It's very industrial. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to say about metal? No, I don't. I don't think that I do. I think that's about. We were thorough enough. I think so. I I'm happy with my decision to be a metal fan. I've never oh, regretted it. No, not even not even once. No. Uh, and, and wasn't it Fear Factory that introduced you to the whole metal yes, scene? It was. Okay. It was. Uh, and uh, what I loved in the documentary, he said, you know, I I heard some metal and then. Which had to hear heavier and faster and faster and yeah. faster and heavier and more violent and not violent, uh, more just heavier is the word I'm going to use. And I did the same thing. But what's the heaviest thing that you enjoy today? Today? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. Some of it's uh, heavier than I'd like it to be. I still listen. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll listen to it and be like, God, oh, this is this is heavy. Oh, um, I, feel, I don't feel like I should. Uh, I, I like the new Slayer and they're pretty okay. heavy. Okay. Um, I feel like oh shit. Um, <laughs> some of the uh, you're out of control over there. I talk with my hands. I need to stop you doing do. that with the microphone in front of me. We need to get you a shock mount. <laughs> Fairly, um, some of the wee butter, the bread with butter is pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. Like well, I remember a couple of them. I put like, oh my god, that's yeah, heavy. heavy stuff. Every now and then I'll throw on some Mure. I'm not a huge fan. Oh my god! But every now really? and then I'll, when I really want to hear something heavy, I'll throw them on. Um, but something like that, yeah. Lyrically depressing. Uh, lyrically oh my revolting. Goodness. My goodness. Um, what about you? Are you a big like Cannibal Corpse fan? Or? <laughs> I'm not opposed to Cannibal Corpse. You know they were in Ace Ventura, right? I do. Mayhem. <laughs> I'm not a Mayhem fan. Ooh, I'm not at all. That's that's, that's that's out there. That story about them messes me up when I hear it. Every time I hear it, I'm just like, that's just fucked up. They were living the, the, the living the metal lifestyle for well, sure. Well, their lead singer blows his head off, right? right. With a shotgun. Mm-hmm. And then other members of his band take parts of his skull and make necklaces out of it. Why not? That's... What? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't Why? you? <laughs> how, how long do I have? <laughs> but, I mean, I'm kind of more into metalcore right now. I don't know why. It just kind of... Okay. I really kind of like it because you're just you, that's that's who you are. Metal, I don't know metal to the core, metal to the core. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And then, but I've always liked Kill Switch Engage and Lamb of God and things oh, like yeah, that for sure. And I knew I do need to check out the new Battle Cross. Oh that yeah, that just came, came out. out. It's awesome. They're actually one of my, I think, favorite newer bands uh, because they they feel more like a throwback uh, to metal. Uh, they don't feel like new metal to me. No. Because I don't think they are. I wouldn't consider them new metal at all. Okay. More. Not that there's anything wrong with new metal. Yeah. And I've always. I mean, some acts. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of thrash metal, like Pantera, Metallica, all that kind of stuff. I like thrash metal. Okay. So that's that's kind of my go-to when I want to listen to metal. Okay. Well, you have been listening to The Nth Cast with Josh. And JD. And if if this was your cup of tea, let us know. Please. Well, we talk we can talk more metal. Anytime. We can talk metal all the time. As a matter of fact, if you want to talk about metal, just get us started, we'll go. Just get us started. If you can't wait till we do another episode, just hit us up on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, uh you can get me at Nthcast. Or you can get me at Nthcast Metal. And don't forget. We started a Fear the Walking Dead podcast. We did. If you're into the show, even if you're not into the show, we would appreciate it if you checked it out. Yeah, give us a listen. And let us know what you think. Um, it's it's a little out there. It is a little It's a little there. different from this. It's uh, way different than this. But we're having fun with it. So, And it um, goes along great while you're watching the show. 
It does. Yeah. So, hey, do us a favor. Uh, we know that uh, you like metal. We know that your friends like metal. Of course so, they do. <laughs> of course they do. <laughs> Tell your friends about this uh, episode. And then uh, you can always go back and listen to one of our very first shows, which was uh, uh, we did, I think it was a third show yeah. we did uh, during our topic week about robots. Uh, about robots. We did a whole episode on Fear Factory and the obsolete. Yes. It's called uh, Welcome to the Fear Factory. Was it just obsolete? Or was it that and demanufactured? I think it was, it was, it was like both. It was both. It was both. Yeah. It was both. Uh, that seemed to be very popular. Yeah. Uh, I don't know even why. even when we first started, this is a very right. popular episode. Yeah. Um, I, I think it really struck a chord, it and did. this episode may strike a chord as well. See what I'm doing there? I do striking a chord. Yeah. Yeah. So I try to chord. <laughs> yeah. a diminished fifth chord. So are we calling demons now? Is that no. what we're doing? Oh, maybe so. Oh, God. I hope not. Call the We're going to open up a portal. Call the rocks. <laughs> hey, guys. We will see you next week. Right. And remember, if you're going to do something, do it to the nth degree. <laughs>